This week we explore friendship, religion, and maturity in the fuck is this? Is this, this an Adam's Adam Sandler movie? Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, when we examine, you are so not invited to my bot mitzvah. Joining us for the first time is Stephanie. Hello. Hey, Rachel here. I'm at. And I'm Chad. You've downloaded the 126th episode of We Used to Talk About This at Work. All right, we are back. New episode. Feels like we haven't recorded in a while, even though we recorded last week. But last week, it was just you and me, Matt. But we don't have not one, but two guests here. Look at us. Uh, we, we know that the listeners don't like it when it's just us. So we have, we, we're overcompensating this time. <laughs> Something <laughs> like that. All right. But um, got a new face here. Um, Stephanie, how are you doing, miss? Like, Are you cold? Because from what I understand, you are up north. I am up north. It's cold, but not like freezing. I mean, I am wearing a sweater, so that's probably not the best. So you are cold. Um, I mean, but I'm also just like a cold person. <laughs> you're cold-blooded, but, uh, huh? I guess, yeah. I I get cold really easily. Like, I always bring jackets everywhere, especially to, like, indoor places, regardless of, like, the temperature outside. Okay. Um, but I would say, I mean, it's not cold here. in the During the day, it's, like, 70s, which is nice. But that's, like my happy zone for like fall <laughs> and like being someone who used to live in in phoenix in the Ooh, desert that it, it was a big shift um yeah. so you are in toronto right not montreal ottawa which ottawa. is the capital okay stephanie since it's you know negative um 75 uh what is it um <laughs> Not Fahrenheit, uh, Celsius there, because, you know, fucking metric systems and what have you. Uh, what are you watching these days? Um, I'm watching a few things. Um, it, well, so I just finished, I, got, I don't know if there's more seasons, but on Disney, I'm kind of making my way through stuff on Disney Plus, because why not? Um, there is a new, um, what's her name? Rachel, the girl who who's the main character in Jane the Virgin. What's her name? Oh, um, so once she where she's president. Um, Gina, um, Gina Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Yes. She's yeah. in a show called Not Dead Yet. Yeah, the first season. I don't know oh. if there's more than one season, but the first season. Oh, on it was on Hulu. That's, that's funny because Canada doesn't have Hulu. Yeah, that's funny. So I she's watched like, it on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we won't have Hulu soon. Um, oh, okay. uh, really what's happening to it's merging with disney plus in america maybe that's why it's coming on to disney plus is that also maybe why okay the what we do in the shadows is another show that my family loves and i yeah. haven't really watched much of it is that also why it's on disney plus and why i was going to mention it as something else i've started watching <laughs> yeah so the deal is when um when hulu first started it was a joint venture between several companies. So like Disney, Fox, Comcast, et cetera. Uh, mm-hmm. When Disney bought Fox, they absorbed their shares into Hulu. And so now I believe it's um, Disney and Comcast both own Hulu. Mm-hmm. And Comcast has agreed, like, yeah, you can have Hulu, but it's just a slow transition. 
So um, rights wise in other countries, there's no such thing as Hulu, but you have, um, I believe you guys have Disney stars, right? Or is it just straight Disney plus star? Is there, is there a part in Disney plus stars? account Matt, like i still have access to my family's disney plus here but like i don't have access to hbo for example matt do you have a part on your um disney plus that says stars or is no. that not a thing anymore so it's just all no. in okay yeah it's just disney plus plus you get like certain hulu shit is on there too okay so i from what i recall when it first disney plus first came out they had a section called stars and you click on that and that's where all the Hulu shit was. Okay. And but, I assume this is different from stars, like stars with the Z that has outlander. Um, yes, yes, okay. yes. Um, but, um, yeah. So by the end of next year, there won't be a Hulu. Even in the U S you're saying, right. Cause they're, that's all just going to be Disney plus. Okay. Well, then that's why apparently I'm watching all these things that used to be on Hulu. <laughs> okay. I support this because I, I can't get Hulu out here. So that you, I'm all that you have Disney Hulu. Plus. It's called Disney Plus. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. So merge all that stuff to Disney Plus. I'm happy. Ethan, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm just kind of really upset. I can't get access to HBO. Yeah, that's not a thing over there. Yeah, no. I mean, they have a different crave craze. Crave. They have Crave. That's where their HBO stuff comes out on too. It's not on CTV? No. Is that just the news? Is CTV just the news? Yes. CTV is just the news. <laughs> I thought that's where you could watch like Degrassi huh. back in the day. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. No, we used that, to watch that, Nick at Night. I feel that's like. for the local Canadian there. That's a question for him. Don't act like you didn't watch Degrassi. Don't act like you didn't see Drake get shot. <laughs> I, I saw Drake get shot. We all saw Drake get shot. I did not see Drake get shot. Stop. I did not that. see Gray Shad. Why is this half of the room being that guy? He didn't watch Degrassi. No. It's, it was a terrible show. But uh okay, so uh um, He didn't watch he didn't see him get shot, but he knew he was in a wheelchair. That's the Yeah, uh, wheelchair. Wheelchair Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah, yeah I, I know of wheelchair Jimmy. <laughs> so um uh, what what uh what other show are you watching? Um, I just finished whatever season of Not Dead Yet is on Disney. Season one. Um, I think it's just the first one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if there's more. Like, I don't know if it's, is it like Netflix where they release a season like way long after it's aired or is it come out directly? No. So with Hulu, and I'm assuming the same with Disney Plus, you're getting it after each episode airs. Oh, okay. So the whole first season then I've seen. So I assume that's everything that's out. Um, and then. What we do in the shadows, I'm a few episodes into. We kind of go back and forth between different things depending on how we're feeling. So we, we're doing that. We have, are we watching Outlander or I'm I'm rewatching Outlander. <laughs> um, and then Only Murders in the Building is the one that like I watch regularly when an episode comes out every episode every week. Do you like Facetime Rachel and you guys watch it together? No, but we definitely but... text regularly. We might. We maybe <laughs> should. But we definitely text regularly when new stuff comes out. I'm like, hey, did you see this thing came out with so and so? Yeah. Movies or TV shows, all the things. Yes. Time of recording. Um, um, you guys um celebrated a holiday. Yeah. Yes. Can you ladies tell us? Well, specifically since it's your topic, Stephanie, can you tell us about this, Stephanie? Um, so 
for those who don't know, today, well, that's still going. Today, time of recording. Time of recording, which is, can I say the actual date? Yeah. September 16th. It's just they won't, you know, it's going to be like a, in a week. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, day of recording, which is September 16th, 2023, in the evening, but that doesn't really matter at this point. Today was the Jewish New Year called Rosh Hashanah, which translated from Hebrew directly means the head of the year. So, um, it's one of the two uh, most holy days in the Jewish religion. And the next one is 10 days from now. And um, you go to services during the day and you uh, reminisce on all the things that went well last year and start thinking about um, kind of how you want to grow as a person over the next year before the next new mm. year. So you get apples and honey and you do all the things. And uh, that was today. So I spent a few days virtually in services. Um, Why apples and honey? Oh, it's a biblical uh, story, sweet new right? Year. For sweet new year, exactly. An apple like cir- is circular, right? So it's like a cycle. You go round and round and round, and you start back at the beginning, or you end at the beginning, and then you dip it in honey for a sweet new year. So interesting. So, apples and honey, Rosh Hashanah, and we blew a shofar. It's like a ram's horn, and you blow it a certain way. It makes lots of music, and it's a whole thing. Um. Those are like the, the, the spark notes, I guess, of Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was today. Uh, and then I think technically there's another, like, there's one more day of it, but most people just celebrate the first. Yeah, I was surprised to see some calendars said it went like three days because technically Jewish holidays start at sundown and end at sundown. So it started yesterday and went through today. And yeah. then there was like another day onto that. And I was like, I it's certainly a typical know. thing. Oh, like when I, I, like when I, I lived no in idea. Phoenix, when I lived in Phoenix, we had, I, I didn't go to them, but Rabbi, which was like one of my best friend's mothers, she had um, services both days and uh, she invited people over for like a holiday meal both days. Uh, and they took both of them off for services, whereas I've only ever grown up doing the one. But maybe yeah. that, that might be more of like a reform thing, Rachel. I don't know. Yeah, it uh, could be. I, I feel like I should look up the second day because I've never celebrated the second day before. But it, but it's also similar like Passover, which I know is a totally different holiday. But a lot of people do Passover like Seder for two nights. Yeah, um, but my dad was saying that's something more to do with like, um, uh, like way, way back when it was hard, like, like thousands of years ago back. Um, it was because people couldn't travel all the way to Israel or wherever it was at the time. Oh yeah. All at the time, like by the day. So they had it span a couple days so that every, like, they would be sure that people could get there because they were all traveling by foot and whatnot. Um, I think I made it totally off. So I apologize to anybody in the audience who actually knows what I'm talking about and I'm butchering. <laughs> <laughs> so to stay, on, stay on, to stay on this train of, uh, um, of thinking here, uh, Rachel did go to temple yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, can you yes. tell us about um, everything that happened there? Yeah. So I went to a twenties and thirties dinner before services. You um, went to a singles temple. mixer. That's, let's call it what it is. <laughs> it's, it was called a 20s and 30s dinner. There was anybody married there? there? Yes, oh. there were couples. There were there was a married couple there. Or two married couples. 
Um, uh, you know what they was there for? That upside down pineapple. <laughs> um, anyway, um, yeah. So it was it was pretty fun. Like you never really know how these things will go, but everyone was really super nice and talkative. Um, I'm pretty sure they thought I was way younger than I was because yeah. I was talking about like how they did something in Sunday school when I was in Sunday school. And one of the guys asked me, are you still in Sunday school? Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, this is a 20s and 30s thing. And you get out of Sunday school and high school. Like, what are you talking about? He thought you, thought, thought you were, he thought you were 20. He thought you were crazy. Yeah. But even, even if I was 20, I would be out of Sunday school. I don't know. So did he try? Did he spin it and still try and get that number? Like, did he turn the the riz up? He a couple was a of, married one. I I still said what I said. <laughs> wait, wait, quick, quick question. I, wait, wait, I wait. didn't Hold have on. the heart Sorry, to correct I, I, him. I'm about to derail this whole conversation. Okay, you said riz, right? I it? just no, it is. I just learned riz. What riz was earlier this week for my son? How did you learn what riz meant? I'm on social media all the fucking time. So Rachel, um, did this guy um spin this and um <laughs> throw a little riz at you and get that number, even though he was married? No, I didn't correct him on the age thing because we the conversation just kept moving. So I was like, it's not worth it. So was but, there any like nice looking talent up in there? Um, I, I mean, the, Why are the you thing stammering? was, why are you were, stammering? And then <laughs> shifting the topic. There were only like. <laughs> four five guys there and two of them were married and the rest all the rest were women so it was like damn. mostly women damn you should have invited me <laughs> I, i'm gonna say um, that's some good numbers that's that's a good number for to be here to start right. the new year off sweet huh right um, mm. <laughs> um yeah oh i see um, what you did there i see you nasty i see what you did there <laughs> But yeah, um, no, it was a good time. Um, it was fun. Um, you just never know with these things. And um, and then we went to services after, and it was like my first time being in temple for since before COVID. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't been since COVID either. Yeah. Um, so and we all sat together and like exchanged numbers at the end, so it was cool. But I was like, did you get some numbers? Oh shit. <laughs> I got numbers. Yes, I got numbers. Oh shit. Rachel's gonna be uh, her, 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 her. Huh? No, I was gonna say her riz was on point. Yes, 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 yes. Uh Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask, what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? It's it's that razzle dazzle, it's that flirt game, you know? Oh yeah, it's, oh R I Z. It's basic yeah, R I Z Z is basically your uh your speak game, your confidence and everything as far as mm -hmm. speaking to people, not even just opposite sex, just in general, your confidence to convey and everything. So yeah. if you got like, how do you say, if you got game, you can speak to women or men, you have Riz. Right. Or yeah. like if you're in a situation where like um, you get them to like, uh, uh, I, I just got a room upgrade and this is not something that this hotel does, you got that Riz. So uh -huh. it's not necessarily in a romantic sense. But you know, yeah, like Matt said, you know, your your verbal is on point. You you put a lot of points into speech. You're good yes. at convincing people. Is that a part of that? Selling yourself. Okay. Yeah. Let's say that. 
But I see you, Rachel. You're gonna be a little too busy for this podcast coming. We're gonna, up. We're gonna be on like Rachel. Can you can you be on this? Ah, uh, sorry. I got a date that night. I got, my, you know, I got, I got my man's. We go in the temple together. You know how it is, <laughs> right? You know how we do it. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Speaking of holidays, have you guys ever? Well, I guess I should be asking Stephanie. Have you ever had someone? like try really hard to like be knowledgeable about Jewish holidays but just like get it wrong when they wish uh, you like I was just talking about one of those weak ass men like no. like they don't wish you happy holidays the right way yeah like they just they just they have such good intentions and they just get it so wrong but you're like I appreciate the intention but you don't have the heart to correct them, so wait, you're just wait. like, thank you. Wait, is this about me? You mean, you mean like when we go to the store? I'll play the same thing. You mean like when we go to the store and they've made a whole bunch of Hanukkah things, but they have challah on them? That's funny. Um, not exactly what I meant, but yeah, um, similar concept, but with like people talking. To yes, you. but with people <laughs> talking to you. Yes, I've had that happen. Why? Yeah. So I had a coworker, and she's so nice, and like. She, you know, asked me what I was doing this weekend. I told her it was Rosh Hashanah and then Yom Kippur in 10 days. And she was like, oh, I know Yom Kippur, Passover, Seder. Yeah, Mazel Tov. And, <laughs> and I was just like, thank you so much. For audience, I was listening to that. She's right on point. <laughs> she did a good job. Yeah, for people who That's don't the worst, know, I would say. Explain Yom Kippur is the day of repentance. I feel ignorant Mazel now. Mazel Tov means congratulations. <laughs> yeah, Mazel Tov means like best oh. of luck, congratulations. You say it at like bat mitzvahs, weddings. <laughs> you know, yeah, it doesn't mean happy holidays. Um, and then Passover and Seder is in the spring. It's a completely separate holiday. And I wouldn't necessarily say it's a joy. I mean, joyous in that it's like something you're celebrating, but it's not like, like it's a serious. Ho- well, Yom right. Kippur is a serious holiday. Yes, exactly. Like, like it's. I don't want to say heavy, right? But it's like it's about. I like, guess the equivalent would be something like <laughs> Memorial Day for the states. What? Yeah, like when some people could, say like you, happy you, you wouldn't say happy happy Memorial Day. Yeah, so you're supposed to be you're supposed to be re- remembering the people who died for war stuff. So you wouldn't be right. like happy this or something like that. Okay, yeah. right. And you end up being and you kind of and like in English you say happy whatever, but then half the time like Rachel, I feel like happy doesn't feel right. But like you know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, switching gears all the way. <laughs> Dad and I went to the movies and saw A Haunting in Venice, the newest um, Agatha Christie murder mystery, and um, with with Kenneth Kenneth Branagh as Detective Hercule Poirot. Hercule. This is the third of the these movies. The first one was uh, Murder on the Orient Express. The second one was Death on the Nile. And now we have A Haunting in Venice. Uh, oh, 
Oh, it's part of that trilogy. Ooh, yeah. okay. So, yeah. But, so this is a loose adaptation Ooh. of the book called A Halloween Party that Al- Agatha Christie wrote. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the movie, Rachel? So I really liked it for the most part. Um, I was a bit worried that, like, if they had kept the supernatural elements, like, supernatural instead of more, like, like they were explained by the end. Um, I I kind of liked that they were explained by the end. I'm not sure if I would have liked it if they had kept the supernatural element supernatural, if that makes sense. Goes, yeah, so it's essentially a haunted mm-hmm. house type movie um, yeah. where, you know, they're seeing things and hearing things and crazy things are happening throughout the movie. And um, I appreciated that, those elements as well. Uh, they really told the line of like, this is insane, but they're like, but this is insane to the point where we can explain it. It's not like a literal ghost popped out, said, hey, how you doing? And then like rolled out, like, how are you going to explain that? You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I did guess the murder in the end, which I usually don't. Um, how early did you guess? So just like right at the end oh, okay. <laughs> like, like he, he's like, about he's like and i think the murderer is and Rachel's like i think it's this so person <laughs> and, and then you know he they said it at the same time um yeah. but um, all the clues were there yeah and um but i did like they had a twist with one character the little boy that was really cool um and just like overall it was it was pretty well done um my biggest complaint with the movie is that you know we come to these movies for a star-studded cast and we didn't really get that for real for real in this one like there was like tina Fey's in it like she's the second biggest star in the movie michelle yo's the biggest star in the movie and then like we had like jamie dorden if you're familiar with them you're familiar with them if not if not and everybody else was like they they've been in stuff but it's not like what we come to see. And I feel like that is probably because, you know, definitely now didn't make as much money as they would have liked it to have. So they kind of, I I wonder why. Right. And so they were like, we can make another one, but you're not getting as much budget. And so like, they were like, okay, well, we're going to have one set that we're going to work with and we're going to scale down on the cast. And like a different, a, a better, version of something would be like um um, um, knives out yes exactly knives out is a better example i assume right but like if i mean netflix is dumb so they'll piss away money on anything but like i get it like if this not gonna make money as much money as you wanted it to then yeah you can keep doing it you just can't have as much money to do it yeah so i get it How, how how would you rate this to the other two me personally, this is my favorite of the three. Like, you know, I hated the second one. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed the first one, but I like how, like, this is sort of a horror movie, but it's not because, like, they explain it away. But, like, the reason why all the horror stuff is it's some Scooby Doo shit. So, mm-hmm. like, the reason this happening is, like, smart. Okay. Yeah. I'll definitely check this out. All right, Matt. Um, <laughs> uh, we we are about to be the same person right now and i'm curious to know what the ladies think about this um 
I don't like people calling me. Why don't you? So I don't like talking to people. That's why. Are you and, not a um minor league podcaster? Uh yes, I do this as a job, not in my everyday life. And the reason why I, I I read something on on social media where it was like the generation that used to pay for ringtones and have a you know special message and voice and everything are the generation now who doesn't like to speak at all. And I'm like, that's 100% me. I remember I used to play for ringtones whenever a nice song would come. And now my phone stay on silent mode. Yeah. Um, and I do not like talking. Like when anybody calls me, I'm like this. I look at it. I'm like, what's this person calling me? And then I'm like, I try to predict what they're going to say to see if I need to really answer. And then I'm like, all right, let me just go ahead and answer. Just text me. Unless it's something that you need immediate answer to. Just text me. I hate talking on the phone. I feel that. Do you have a specific reason that you brought this up? No, I just seen somebody was like, they, they brought up the ringtone thing. And I was like, yes, that is me. My phone stay on silent. I do not like talking. And especially do not FaceTime me out the blue. Unless you my mama, then do not FaceTime me out the blue. Unless... Like, even with Chad, like, I message Chad about some stuff before I FaceTime him. That because I visually need to see something. But, like, that angers me more than a call. It's just to get a random, hey, let me FaceTime this person. Right. Uh, what about you ladies? How do you ladies feel about talking on the phone as well as space, space, video messages, video calls? Sorry. You go first, please. Oh, okay. I was going to let you go first since you're the guest, but um, I don't, I don't mind it too much. It more depends on the person. If I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk to that person right now, then I might just let it go to voicemail and text them later. Mm -hmm. Um, But I usually, I don't mind, like, I still talk with my brother on the phone or he'll FaceTime me out of the blue and so I get to see him and, you know, my sister-in-law and my nephew. And I, I'm kind of like, whatever mode of communication you want to do, I'll do because I just like keeping in touch with people. So. I see that for you. Uh, For me, I don't know. I, I'm not, I don't enjoy, I've never enjoyed talking on the phone. Like, Ooh, I she, she hates it when you call her, Rachel. No, 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 no. <laughs> that, that, that's the caveat. But <laughs> when I was younger, like I hated, like it was before cell phones were, were really a thing, especially for our generation. Like I hated calling up my friends' houses to ask if they could hang out. I hated it. It, it like gave me anxiety. Um, and then texting made life easier, as did like chat and like you know iChat and all those original things with AOL and Messenger and whatnot. Um, these days, I naturally text people, but I I talk on the phone with people if there's a reason to have like a long conversation. Yes. Otherwise, I'm just texting usually. Um, but I but I prefer if I'm talking on the phone with someone to do FaceTime or some sort of video. I don't know if that's a post COVID thing or just a general thing. 
Um, usually like with mm -hmm. Rachel, even if I'm just studying and she's keeping me company, I prefer to just kind of have her hang there like virtually, like have a video yeah. too. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I prefer FaceTime if I'm going to be on the phone for a long time with someone, just because I, 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 it might be like, a, I can't sit still and do nothing. So it helps to have a video of someone to focus on, but yeah. Yeah, I, I get that because with a phone, you're just sitting there and you're walking around can, the house and doing nothing. crazy. Right. With FaceTime, you can sit it there, then go and do whatever you need to do. Also still having them there. Yeah. yeah. Right. I have a hard time sitting still too. Like I end up like finding like like a dog. I end up finding tufts of dog fur on the floor that I throw away. <laughs> right. I just can't sit still during the phone call. Um, hmm. yeah. <laughs> I also... um. For my part, I got texting late in the game. I didn't get texting till right before I went off to college. So my when did you get didn't your first phone, happen. though? I didn't get my first phone until I was 16. Wait, okay, you got that? yours before mine, then. What year was this? Senior year of high school. And and I and I coerced my parents into getting unlimited texting, and I said I would pay for a third of it. A third? So, because there were three of us on the thing, and I said, I'll pay for the unlimited messaging so I can have my own. What so year is I this, ladies? I got my phone in That's 2008. Nine. Okay. And then I got texting pink in 2010. Got your pink razor, yeah. Yeah, my pink razor. Let's see, what year did <laughs> the iPhone come out? Because that's when, according to the movie Blackberry, that's when they changed the game. Seven. The original, I think, was something like seven. Right. Because according to the movie Blackberry, that is when um, carriers started to shift from like minutes to data. Mm. Right. Because mm. I got my first phone my first year of college. So that's 2003. Mm. Um, and I had a sweet Nokia that like folded out with like buttons on the side and you could text this way. So oh, yeah, 2003. Nice. Like, like, like the, like the, um, Keyboard. Sidekick? Was that not well, not the sidekick? No, it was like a phone this way, and then like you I have to find a picture of it for okay. to send it to the group. <laughs> yeah, he's looking for a picture in real time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then I, I got my first phone in 2009. I was a senior in high school. I was um, late. I didn't realize well, you got your phone after I got my phone. I thought I well, I remember because I was the last person on the face of the planet. I felt like that on a phone. I felt like I was the last person to get texting. You might have been, but you, you, it sounds like you didn't have it when you first got your phone. No, we we didn't have texting for two years. Mm. Okay, I I had texting, but I think we had limited. <laughs> Yeah, I I almost missed a friend's birthday party because she texted everyone to invite them, and I didn't have texting. Oh, it just bounced back. <laughs> <laughs> was it really a double sided phone? Well, no, it folded up to like that. It was like a regular phone, then it folded up to the other side. Oh, okay, got it. I watched a horror movie, a Halloween movie, if you will. Uh, it's called Hell House LLC. Before I get into it, has anybody in here been to a haunted house? No. Yes. But I watched Ellen DeGeneres. I haven't been to a. Wait, wait well, you watched an Ellen DeGeneres taping? Is that what you said? Every year for like five <laughs> or six years, she would she would have make people go to haunted houses. 
And I enjoyed that because they screamed and it made me laugh, but I would be the person screaming if I went. So I've never gone to a haunted house. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Matt, Rachel? Uh, well, Rachel answered. I'm sorry. Yeah, I haven't been to a haunted house since, since college. And right. I have I have been to one. Um, it was a really long time ago, though. It was like we were visiting Hannibal, Missouri or some some small town in Missouri and it was in the fall and we just went through a haunted house and they had the usual like you know things fall down at you and it no, was no dark like and zombies what did you say what? zombies no like live zombies or anything that jump out at no you? I don't think there were live people in it it wasn't a very big one it was a pretty small one well, yes. what's the thing that they have um in St. Louis, the downtown thing, the big the one? Mansion does a big one. Yeah. What? Yeah, like uh, that was the, the last Lent time Mansion. I've been to one was like the one. It's like that one is like two other ones that's real big in St. Louis for haunted houses. Um, I and that was the last ones I went to. I don't remember what the name of it was, but I went to one that looked like it was like an 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 old factory or something. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, but yeah, like so, I didn't really care for it because like it was like really loud as i'm old and then it's like you couldn't see like it, there was either a lot of fog or like strobe lights and stuff and it's like so loud you couldn't hear anything and like it was like felt like a maze like people jumping out at you and stuff and it's just like this is sensory overload i don't i'm not fully feeling this but uh, you got that you got that old man and you like me everything yeah. you said I will hate all of that. Yes. Okay. I don't have that dog in me. I got that old man. <laughs> um, so basically this movie's that. This um this group of friends, they have this company where they'll go to different towns um during Halloween and they'll go and they will um like find an old place. Like in this one specifically, they go to like a um a town in upstate New York and they uh, essentially rent they renovate i guess they bought it because they they did renovations inside of it and you can't really do something like that if you rent it they bought like an old abandoned hotel um Mm -hmm. and you know they renovated it to be spooky and shit and so i really like how like it opens with like somebody's camera like if you're in line for a haunted house and you're recording stuff like oh man it's the first night at a haunted house and i'm going in the haunted house and stuff like that kind of stuff and so it was really cool. And so you're going and it's like, there's like pandemonium happening. And it's like, it's one of those situations where if somebody's screaming, you don't know if it's part of the situation or if there's some shit going down. Mm-hmm. So like, it was really cool. And like, people were just freaking out. And it's like, as an audience member, I know it's, it's going down, but like putting yourself in the shoes of the character, the random character who's filming this, like, it's hard to tell what's happening. So it's kind of cool. And then it jumps to like a documentary type style where they're interviewing people like what happened on that night? And then like there's footage of like the people like when they were fixing up the um the hotel leading up to Halloween night. Well, it's not Halloween because it's a hell house. So they started at like October 6th. So but you get me like they, they got the place in like August and they were building up all of yeah, so it's just like you just kept getting to a point where like this is this is this is movie is I'm not saying it's a super long movie, it's like 90 minutes, but it's like it weird stuff's happening and the not all the characters are on the same page of we need to stop. So that's kind of what took me out of it. 
Gotcha. But it's pretty decent. Like I still recommend it. It's actually free on YouTube. Like the like not like some person ripped it. Like, you know, YouTube has movies too, you know. But not one of the ones you have to like mm-hmm. pay for is what you're saying. Right, 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 right. It's actually a trilogy. So like all three on are on YouTube, but the little research I did, they were just trying they it all three of them take place in that same place. And so they're just trying to like piggyback off of whatever success the first one had. So like the Mm -hmm. sequel is like, um, what happened to the people that the the people that were hosting the hell house, what happened to them X amount of years ago when this happened? And the third one's like, we're going to try the hell house again. After all those people died, all those years, it's just like, what, why, why are we doing this? Please stop. Wait, so did you watch all three or you just read up on the other? I only, I only read up on them. Okay. It sounds like you don't want to watch this. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. Like, um, <laughs> try a different well. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, tonight's subject matter is about bat mitzvahs. Uh, when a young Jewish woman, sorry, a young Jewish girl becomes a uh, an old Jewish woman? Young Jewish woman? Not old. <laughs> Just an adult. Of adult. age. So um, I want we uh, part of the reason Stephanie was here is because um, this is one of um, Rachel's oldest friends that she still talks to. And uh, we wanted to get you all's stories about what your bot mitzvahs were like. All we want all them uh, fucking deets. So, um, Stephanie, since you're new here, why don't you lead the charge? You're or are you older or younger than Rachel? I'm younger. Hers was like a month before mine. We both went to each other's, by the way. Yeah. I mean, yes, as we saw in the movie, that's what you do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but let's also clarify. I went to a school that was not like I was like the only Jewish person there. So Ooh. like all the bat mitzvahs I went bar bat mitzvahs that I went to were those of people at my Sunday school because it was sort of required. Oh, they uh, make that. Sh- they make it required. <laughs> Well, no, you just invite everyone. But but also, I don't know if you remember this, Rach. For ours, I don't know if it was that year or the year before. Like, they wanted us to go to a certain number of them so that we would know what to expect when we had our own. Yeah, I had, had, to, to, like, uh, had to get y'all shit signed off like community service. I like, I so. came <laughs> to your bar mitzvah. <laughs> I don't think so. But, but, I, but I very much remember, like, being at a lot of them with you. <laughs> Um, and like sitting there with other people from our Sunday school who I didn't necessarily get along with. Um, Ooh, hold up, hold up, drama, roll in that. <laughs> that's what we said. Tell us these fucking deeds. I don't. There's there's nothing specific. Like I, I know you know her personality well, and I think she and I are actually quite similar. Really, and, I don't get that from you. When I'm with people I'm comfortable with, I'm a little. Oh, you feel comfortable with us? Look at look at this match. <laughs> Already um, part of the family. But, but typically, if like I weren't in like a comfortable social situation, I'd be much more quiet, which is usually what Rachel is, yeah. like all around. But that's how I am in general. If I'm in a situation where I'm uncomfortable or just not really feeling myself. Wait, why is Chubb laughing at this? Because she's. Cause she's like you're uncomfortable and awkward all the fucking time, and I'm like, no, yeah. no, but she's no, just- like I'm quiet all the time. <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's that's what I said, and that's what Stephanie said. Yes, I'm saying I'm quiet because I'm awkward. Yeah, Rachel's and then, just quiet, and then you relate that onto <laughs> onto Rachel, but 
all the fucking time. And I'm like, yes. Maybe. <laughs> I'm more uh, quiet in general. I'm quiet in general. But uh, so in general, I don't, my understanding is that there, like, there aren't a lot of Jews in the world. <laughs> and so when you go to different Wait, why cities, are you laughing? Because, like, it's just a thing. There aren't a lot of Jews in the world for multiple reasons or whatever. In general, it's not a common religion that people know or are aware of. So in many cities that you go to, all the Jews know each other, um, which is fine. Um, But in St. Louis, there are schools that have much higher Jewish populations Mm. and ones that have much lower Jewish populations and I went to one that had lower Jewish population um there was not a large Jewish population just because they tend to they go to their Jewish day schools in that part of St. Louis in particular um so I didn't have a lot of Jewish friends Rachel and I are good Jewish friends because through our parents so we've been friends since we were born basically you are forced friends let's get that right Forced and then chosen. Forced initially, but come like once we got to Sunday school age, when we chose to be friends. <laughs> um, I would say like like middle school ish when we really started doing like Hebrew school, Sunday school, that kind of thing. Um, because everybody else at Sunday school went to school together and they knew each other, and so mm. for me personally, Clicky. I felt Clicky. left out. Yes, exactly. For yeah. me personally, yeah. I felt left out, and I knew Rachel. Um. So I think that's kind of and and her brother too. So the three of us were. Oh yeah, we we can't forget about your brother. I'm sorry. You guys are literally yeah. the same person, except he's a boy and you're a girl. Yes. We're not the same person. Oh, we're not at not all. Be friends. <laughs> not at all. Um, I, I said what I said. <laughs> well, you've never met him, so I'm gonna say your opinion doesn't necessarily count. I'm look at look at Rachel bucking up. <laughs> it's it's very it's she, very cute. She, she got a friend here. Right. She just got that fucking support. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it, I don't remember where I was going with it, but in general, uh, it's, there weren't particular people that I had beef with or anything. Right. But it was just in general, like I felt a little left out. And so I knew Rachel, I knew some people from, I went to a Jewish summer camp so i knew some people from there but that none of them actually went to my sunday school they went to different schools. is this like yeah. sleepaway camp mm-hmm. interesting so i went to those bar mitzvahs um but none of them were at our temple i think just because of location wise where they right. live they right. live they live like much farther out than, i like, feel like some were conservative weren't they my friends or the ones for people out? who went to camp but you you saying that there's Republicans? No, sorry. Um, they're conservative Jewish. Three main branches of Judaism: Reform, Conservative, and Orthodox. And um, the temple that Stephanie and I went to was Reform, but then there's conserv a conservative temple, at least one. And um, I thought some of her friends from camp went to the conservative temple. Quite possibly, I don't remember the name of it, and I never thought of it as that being the difference I just thought of it as being like uh where they lived in particular because they lived way too far out to be like to be where we were right gotcha so. okay so did your bat mitzvah have a theme it did it did but it wasn't like 
It wasn't like in the film. Uh, that was actually one of the notes I made. <laughs> um, but mine was, here's the thing. I don't think it was like an overall theme. It was a uh, how I decorated the tables at the party theme. Um, uh -huh. So like mine, um, I, I'm very creative and I like art and stuff as Rachel does too, but mine, like each table was its own like art material slash color and all of my name card, like my name place cards were paint swatches from Home Depot that, that we wrote the names on. And like, I had a caricature artist at mine. That was the biggest that. thing. Um, and then, uh, and then all of our centerpieces were, um, school supplies that I donated afterwards as not my mitzvah project, but an extension onto my mitzvah project. Okay. So I was going to ask, was that a real thing? Yes. Yeah, the mitzvah real. project is a real thing. You have to complete um, a mitzvah project, somehow giving back to the community before you have, well, generally before you have your ceremony. Some yeah. people have like a drive during the ceremony. Oh, really? That I don't know. Yeah, but, but I remember having to have ours completed before, which was another note I had. I don't remember what you did for your... My brother and I volunteered um, at the food pantry sorting supplies. Like we did multiple hours of that because we didn't really want to do a fundraiser. We wanted to do something more hands-on. And you want, did you specifically want to do something together too? I think it just happened that way. <laughs> Sorry. I don't remember. I, mean, well, I, feel like, did... I feel like he would have chosen to do like a baseball something, you know, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. No, I, right. mean, I, I, I hear what you're saying, Stephanie. Rachel holding him the fuck back. I got you. No. Um, we I mean, we did have our ceremony together. So technically it was a B'nai Mitzvah, not a bot or Bar Mitzvah. That's, like, that's something I want to talk about when we get to the movie, by the way. Just so yes. Like. Um, okay. and, um, but Stephanie, were you done talking about your bat mitzvah? Uh, I mean, I don't, I, mm, you honestly, you were at my bat mitzvah. I like, besides the recording and the photos that I have, I blocked it out of my memory because I don't <laughs> like being up in front of people. <laughs> um, I hate being the center of attention. Um, so I, I remember doing it all but it just kind of is all blur i remember writing this the i don't are they essays are they sermons? The speeches they speeches, yeah. speeches i i wrote about harry potter in one of them or i definitely okay. quoted yeah. dumbledore or something um, <laughs> okay and, um i do remember that my bat mitzvah was almost a b'nai mitzvah and then we chose to have different times of the day oh so that that's right separate. who was the who's the boy can I, uh, well, we'll block out the, we'll block out the name when I say it. His name was, he went to my summer camp and I did not like him. At summer. Wait, like, he went you... to my high school and I did not like him. I know. Well, elementary, middle, and high school. All right, let's go. Let's fucking go. Why does this dude suck? Let's fucking go. Well, uh, first of all, he's calmed a lot down. No, no, don't do that. Don't, don't do no, that. No, he don't did. Do that. I, I will agree with that. He did. Don't fucking do he that. Did. He didn't calm down when we were just... still going to summer camp. But he no, did. he was just like so obnoxious i don't even know how to describe it i mean i can tell you he went to my this was a month-long summer camp every summer i went multiple years it was a jewish summer camp which didn't really matter except through except that we had shabbat 
every Friday and we had like yeah. a dance and everything except for that one year and I don't remember if it was the last year he was there or like if they let him come back but he had to leave early like he was expelled from summer camp because he teabagged a cabin mate um, <laughs> <laughs> so, like he just he just he, he, he had a personality or he was a personality um and but also like they, you, I don't know exactly how it happened, but they like assign your date basically. I don't know if our parents oh. chose generally. Well, no, what they try to do it close to your birthday. Yeah. And so his birthday, I think, is close to mine then, I guess. Um, and they gave us the same weekend and we could choose to do it at the same time, like Rachel and her brother, or we could choose to do it separately. So we were both in the Friday evening service but we had separate Saturday services that we led. Yeah, because they usually honor um, fr at Friday night services, they usually honor the bar bat mitzvah that's going to be leading the service um, or being in the service on Saturday mornings. Mm -hmm. But the actual bar bat mitzvah service is the Saturday morning services for Shabbat, yeah. not Friday night. So my question is, are you guys literally all reading the same passage from the Torah? No, no, okay. because we're doing it different weekends, different, like even with me and my brother, we had one passage right after another because we both had to do Torah portions. We both had Haftarah portions, but, um, but we didn't get the same portion to do because that would be, you know. Well, and like, let's clarify, you read through the Torah once a year, and then there's a whole holiday where you rewind the Torah back to the beginning so you can start over. So each week you read the following portion or portions the way it's kind of divvied up for the year. So you I get whichever you. one is your, I, so I don't know if the person, the, the other, the bar mitzvah, that was the same day, but a different time. I don't know if he had the same portion as mine, okay, but I got it was so, one either right before or right after if it wasn't the same. Did you get some sweet ass gifts? I remember I got a couple pieces of jewelry, usually my birthstone. Mm -hmm. Um, I got, oh, someone <laughs> gifted me like my bat mitzvah invitation as like the cover of this like memory box. And so I could put things into it and it, I don't have anything in it now, but it just kind of sits in my, my bedroom, my parents' house. Um, and then I got bookends. That are actually really pretty and they have my Torah portion on them and like Ooh. a box holding the Torah. And so they just kind of hold my books up on my shelf. That's um, cool. Yeah. I, that, that, those are the main things I remember. I, there are probably pictures of me getting things that I don't remember what they were. Yes. Rachel, what was your theme? What, sorry, what was you so, and your brother's theme? Was it twins? <laughs> yes. Was it like double uh, men no. and shit? So we, we sister, got... sister. No, <laughs> we got the date September 11th because um, oh, that was close that. to our birthday. Oh, no. And it was, this was not very- Only a couple after. years after. Yeah, only yeah, this a couple is, years after. This is when America still cared. September 11th yes. was last week, time of recording. Didn't see nothing about it. Right. Although uh, I, did, I saw some stuff on LinkedIn, but not- I do think though, correct me if I'm yeah. wrong, didn't Facebook just put out a thing where they're like stopping- the memorials of no 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 um like like news like they're not oh. there are certain news channels and things like that that they're not 
allowing to show up in people's feet. So that's a Canadian thing, or if that's eight eight not. fucking years after they should not have done what they did, I doubt that they would have done something like that in America. And it might just be in Canada. Cause money. Because I'm not really getting much like U.S. news on Facebook. No, right. no, Stephanie, money. We believe in money in this country. Yeah. You've been away too long. Yeah, I, I'm not too upset. <laughs> so. <laughs> but yes um going off of that we we sort of wanted to do something that would be a, like not inappropriate for that day but also something that tied into our interests and we both love to travel so we did like a yes what I remember your gift like we your, did we did your... like a red white and blue theme uh-huh. But then each table was a different U.S. city. Well, mm-hmm. our parents surprised us by doing um travel tags, tags yeah. like luggage I was tags. Like that, that's where my brain was the whole time. You're the only thing I honestly remember about yours was there was like a trivia game about you two. There was, Ooh. and mom got her birthday wrong. I know she, she said your birthday was nine eleven. <laughs> she accidentally wrote it was September eleventh when it was yeah. not. so uh, we had to correct the dj because our friend got it right and and he was like no that's not right it's today and we had to go up and be like no mom got it wrong (laughs) so hold up a second uh did you have a dj at yours stephanie i had a live band i I think i had a live band but it wasn't But then after, like, they were only there for a couple hours, and then I had a playlist that I'd made with my mom, and they just kind of played music for the rest of the evening. Like, uh, like Alanis Morissette and shit? Yeah, but also, like, at Jewish events in general, I think it benefits you usually to have a live band, uh, because there's a lot of songs that are, like, traditional songs that are played at these events that are good to have live bands for, because you I can't find a recording of some of them to save my life, usually. To, to touch on the movie for it slightly, uh, DJ Schmoly had that motherfucker lit, all right? I mean, there was... I, he reminded me, like, this... Not of the DJ that we had, but, like, the DJ we had was, like, the hot DJ for, like, really? all of the bar bat mitzvahs in the area. See, this, yeah. this, is, this was my gripe with the movie. Was that like maybe it's because like there was no one Jewish really that I like hung out with regularly besides you? But like I didn't give a flying fuck about the DJ, about like the theme, about all that shit. I was like, oh my god, I didn't care. I was like, get me off the freaking Bima right now. Like that's, that's all I cared about. Funny. Um, that is funny. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I remember, I don't like being the center of attention either, so I was, like, super worried about my speech and the Torah portion, Haftarah portion, but I was really glad I was splitting it with my brother, and then um, afterwards at the party, we just wanted to make sure the music wasn't too loud and that we had games and not just dancing, because we weren't big dancers, Oh, but otherwise, yeah, like we struggled with the theme. Like, I don't remember. I mean, and we did a lunch thing. Most people Mm -hmm. had their service in the beginning and then you would take a break and then go to the reception at night. We just had it straight after our service at lunch, which is. I'm a fan of that. Like if you over here asking people to like go somewhere after a certain amount of time, you're going to get some drop off. 
it's like a you, wedding like don't or you get people added on they don't want to go to the service but they want to go to the reception i mean if you're truly jewish anybody who's truly jewish who's there is going to go to the service my friends yeah, are, some... my, my friends from school went to the service actually that's nice that. yeah it's support right yeah it was really nice yeah all right well that all leads us to this week's discussion of you are so not invited to my bat mitzvah. My bat mitzvah determines the rest of my life. If I have a kick-ass party, doors would open, and I just think Dua Lipa would make the party perfect. You can have a ball pit. That's for kids. I've had my period for seven months now. That's a long period, sweetheart. I didn't really copy down the uh, description. I don't... Anyway, the movie's about two friends, two Jewish girls, um, leading up to both of their bat mitzvahs. They've been friends since they were little kids, similar to Rachel and Stephanie. There was a series of bumps in the road that led them to not really be friends anymore. And it's just like a coming of age story of, you know, them becoming women and also trying to weather the storm of the fracture of their friendship. So, um... We're going to do one of these this week. Uh, I want only positive things about this movie. We're going to do a round, not a round robin. Um, just going to, you know, throw shit at the wall. No particular order. So I'll lead the charge. I really liked the, uh, whoever did the hair. Not, I, I mean, I didn't really pay attention to the makeup. But the hair on these young women was really good. I appreciated those parts. <laughs> Are we just going in a circle? No, we're just throwing shit at the wall here. We're not doing a round. Okay. I loved the amount of Jewish star necklaces I saw in the movie. It was so cool to see that representation. Okay. Okay. I appreciated the diversity. Yes. I appreciated the the name. It's the change in there. That was an inclusive diversity thing that they made that I'd never heard about what do you mean uh b'nai mitzvah as we've been talking about is when two people have a bar slash bat mitzvah at the same time ah, yes yes yes, yes, uh, yes and yes, this yes. person was a they and thus had a b'nai mitzvah even though it was a single person i appreciated that inclusivity is is like oh, the first line of that. the movie it's like the first line mm-hmm. of the movie it was just dennis or something was their name and it said they're a bot they're a b'nai mitzvah congratulate dennis or something you know what i mean it wasn't two people's names it was a single person subtly very um inclusive you got anything matt i appreciate adam sandler's daughters in this movie um i really enjoyed the all oldest daughter the most okay i would like to see her in other stuff I mean, she has been in other stuff. Every fucking Adam Sandler movie since she's been alive. But you know, you know, his wife was in it too. Yes, we'll talk about mm-hmm. that. Well, we'll I... talk about that. Yes, uh, I appreciated the girl solidarity when the um, young lady's um, Tam, uh, uh, her pad was floating in the lake. I appreciated that solidarity. On the same, by the same, on the same lines, by the same, whatever. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that in general, there was a lot of, there was not really any negative female towards female thing that happened. Did you watch the, the movie we watched? Yeah, but but when they were upset at each other, they weren't calling each other bitches. They weren't uh, being yeah. 
You know what I mean? They, 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 the way they, they, they were fighting over a boy, but the way it was, the way it was resolved had nothing to do with the boy and had everything to do with them. Yeah. Um, I I feel you. So I, I really liked that sort of growth in young female heroine movies. I, um, I liked that they made the rabbis like super cheesy because I feel like that's a thing in Jewish communities. I feel like rabbis are kind of cheesy in a good way. And like, I appreciated that they sang an actual like real Jewish song that you would sing in Hebrew school. Um, Although I think that you would have learned that much earlier, but I appreciated that it made it it made it into the movie. Her best friend's daddy. Uh, what's his name? The comedian? Louis, Louis Guzman. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed him on screen. Yes. When he, he was on screen, I enjoyed, some funny I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I actually... Hmm? No, Rachel, no. I, I actually liked Adam Sandler's dad humor in this. And I don't usually like his humor, but I liked it in this movie. Yeah, he was very subdued. For him. Yes. Um... I really liked that they said the name of the movie. I did too. I enjoyed it. So yeah. I thought that was cute. All right. So we're going to, um, you know, we're just going to tear this movie down. But before we do that, um, Stephanie, what were your negatives? And actually, now we can say if we actually like this movie or not. So Stephanie, why don't you take charge? Now we're going to do round robin. I liked the movie. Okay. Well. Um, in general. Um, I like the movie. I'm not a huge Adam Sandler fan. I don't tend to like his style of comedy. Um, but I did real and and like also I'm definitely not the age for this movie anymore. But if I had been that eight that target age, I think it would have been a movie like Parent Trap style that I really would have loved coming back to when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um just because there was a lot in there that I could relate to that was yes stereotypes of Judaism but like like in a like positive term like in a positive way it didn't feel like it was being torn down on does that make sense um Mm. so I really enjoyed that piece a lot it's it's one of the few times that I've been able to see a movie that has someone Jewish in it that isn't about the holocaust (laughs) or something like that um not that like Judaism is, is a huge part of my life, but it's something that I still relate to. So it was nice to see. Mm-hmm. Um, the One of the biggest issues I had with the movie, well, two that I can remember off the top of my head. I didn't really understand the role of DJ Shmuley besides the fact that he was this really popular DJ. Um, and <laughs> like, I didn't understand why he was just in random scenes and like, for besides comedy there wasn't much to him and then also I wish they had developed I can't remember the main girl's name off the top of my head not saying right Stacy um I wish they had developed her mitzvah project storyline a bit more because at the end she just had this mitzvah project and I was like I couldn't even figure out what it would like I couldn't have guessed what it was going to be there was nothing in the film that told me what a true interest of hers was besides this boy um so I didn't have any idea of what a true like mitzvah project for her could have been I would have liked to have seen that developed a bit more 
I did not enjoy this movie, but it wasn't a bad movie. Um, I just feel like it was okay, but I feel like this movie is not meant for me. Right. Um. Um. Uh, it was a movie. Um. The only question I have that's off the top of my head is, uh, the main girl. I don't know if this is after she broke up with her friend. But they actually leaned in on a bowl of food she was eating in her room. Now, I figured that maybe that's a Jewish oh. thing that I don't know about. Is it but it's like soup? matzo ball soup. It's matzo ball soup, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Okay. That's like a comfort uh, food for Jewish yeah. people. Okay, because like they leaned in on it, so like they wanted us to see this food. But to me, I was like, why are they showing us this? So that's stuff like that to where it's like. You guys caught it. You guys were like that. So it's like a representation. Like um, they leaned or not leaned in the stories about Jews, but like they authentically did a lot of Jewish stuff to where like an outsider like me, I'm just like, I don't get it. But like if it's authentic and everything else like that, I appreciate it for the Jewish stuff. But I feel like. Like my son watched it, too. Mm -hmm. He said it was okay. It wasn't like he didn't hate it. He didn't love it. It was just like, oh, it's okay. Good movie. But I just feel like it wasn't meant for me, but it was just okay. I hear that. I would never, I would never watch this again. And like, even if it was on TV, I would not turn this back on. It was, it's just, it's there. And I usually, I check for all Adam Sandler stuff. His comedies from Billy Madison, his serious roles from Hidden Gems. I fucking love Hidden Gems, but I, you know, this is not for me. So it is what it is. I hear that though. Like it's not. It's it's a very niche topic, a. Eh? Right, but the, I mean, I learned about. Yeah. Um, well, they didn't slap things. you over the head with it either, right? Like it's not like they sat there and were like, "This is a Jewish soup that everybody knows, matzo ball soup." Like that's not going to be fun either, for me right, or right. you. So like, it's stuff like this, or like honestly, like Mrs. Maisel is a similar feeling to me. That's another thing that like. It's just fun to watch just from a cultural background perspective. It just, right. there are lots of little nuggets in there that you would understand if you were part of that community. And so it makes sense that it's not as poignant, I guess, or like important, or like it's not something that resonated with you in the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But now I'm thinking about it. And another, I guess, a positive would be for like the stuff that they do, they, they shown in there. Now, if somebody was like, oh, bar mitzvah stuff, then I would be like, oh, yeah, they have to do a project. They have to recite this and stuff like that, where before I would have been like, hmm, I guess a party with some chairs or something. I, I'm not really familiar. So it does educate you on, on little details that a non-Jewish person will know going forward for us, bar mitzvahs and things like that. I disagree with that um, partially. I had a really hard time with this movie because there were so many Jewish people involved in this movie and there were picky little things that I was like, no, that's not right. That's not right. That's not right. And I just could not get past those things. Like I had a really hard time. Yeah. Lay lay it out. Let them know what's wrong. But, But also, but also let's clarify. I feel like that's you in movies too. Like, usually when we talk about things that we watch, those are the things that you're like, oh my God, I didn't like this. And I'm like, I just watched the thing. It was good. <laughs> um, I can give examples. Um, 
So typically the three years of Hebrew school would happen. And then when you get closer to your bar bat mitzvah, it's a year of tutoring specifically to the service and your Torah and Haftarah portion and writing your speeches. She would have been out of Hebrew school by then. Um, I oh, also that's why they were doing that remedial shit. Along with that. Right. They were, they were doing all of this stuff that was like, early Hebrew school, early Sunday school. And sorry, Stephanie, what was your question? The, that was one of the questions I was actually going to ask, ask you about. Was this their school or was this their Hebrew school? That was their Hebrew right, school. Right, so they had a, they a separate school. They had a Hebrew school. school. They went, yeah, and, they went to school school and then they went to uh, Hebrew school. That's Hebrew why school. Um, the lead girl was like, Mateo, what are you doing here? Because he went, Mateo went yeah. to school school with them, but he would volunteer at Hebrew school because all his friends were Jewish. So that was the part I was having trouble with, too, because I couldn't tell if they were at Jewish day school or if like that that was something that I just had a hard time with, like through line continuity wise with. Right. Uh, I had I had trouble with that, too, because they're like they showed all of the kids in school going to school and then they all went to Hebrew school too and that's not like real that life. was why they were driving the sis that was where the sister was driving them that's where that came in right yeah because she was driving mm-hmm. them from school to okay got it got it I didn't like that her mitzvah project was at the very end we had to complete ours before then because it's a requirement for your bar about mitzvah um I could have sworn that she actually touched the Torah parchment with her yad, the pointer, and you don't actually touch the parchment because that's delicate. That's with your paper. hand, though. You're supposed to do it with the yad. You can't. No, do- you hover with the yad, too. Really? Yes, you're not supposed to touch okay. the actual paper. You might be and, right. I haven't read the Torah since my book. <laughs> I mean, there were just, and there were just a ton of little things that I was like, Plus, I I just have an issue with this movie in that they it was it was all about the party and I hated that at at school and with the kids like growing up everyone was like oh you're so lucky you get a party never mind that you have to learn a whole nother language go to three years of Hebrew school twice a day after regular school plus do one year of tutoring, plus do a mitzvah project. Like they don't show the work behind it and they only show the fluffy, like. The fun like, stuff, the fun stuff. Yeah. And, and we should so do more Jewish movies. Like... I like this, Rachel. But that's yeah, the problem. Shit, that's the problem. There movie. aren't any. There fucking aren't any, man. That's the fucking problem. <laughs> we need to do Fiddler on the Roof, even though that's super long. Oh, no, please um, don't. <laughs> we'll have you back for that, Stephanie. But, like, I just, it just reminded me of back when I was in school and doing my Hebrew school and bat mitzvah stuff. And, like, everyone was like, you're so lucky you get a party. And I'm like, no, screw you. I had to work hard for this. This is my reward. This is a rite of passage for me. This isn't, this isn't playtime. Like, uh. that's that's my issue with like a lot of things Jewish in general. Yeah. Or not, not things Jewish, but the way people view things. View Jewish things. Yes. Yeah. They pick the fluffy, fun parts and not the hard parts. Yeah. Yes. I mean, well, that kind of. Can I, can I clarify my point? Sure. 
It wasn't a movie that I loved and would like to see multiple times, but I didn't feel like I wasted an afternoon watching it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it was fine to watch once and like I enjoyed it and I enjoyed seeing some of the Easter eggs, but I do agree with pretty much everything else people have said. So it's like if you are from a marginalized group that doesn't necessarily get the spotlight on like your traditions and stuff, would you use the opportunity to like get into the dirt of it or would you keep it nice and light to like bring people in? Right. Which is why I do a mixture. I think you can do a mixture. Here's. Here's I feel like this was the perfect opportunity to do that mixture, and and they didn't do it. But then, how, then would you, the movie, how would you have done it differently then, I guess, is my question. The movie like, starts when they're 10, Rachel? Like, because here's my no, question. No, I just, there would have been a montage of, like, them going to Hebrew school, or, like, her doing her mitzvah project. That that I would have liked to see the midst of the project developed. Like that was something I said. The, my my thought though is like, if you think about any other, let's call it teeny bopper, like thirteen year old movie, right? Regardless of the marginalized population, if there is one, they don't usually discuss that stuff in general, right? So I do feel like on the whole it was pretty par for the course for the kind of movie, the kind of content you get for that age. That was also part part of my problem with it is that the plot was nothing new. Like, What do you want want from a movie called You're So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah? I wanted the, the friendship. I mean, that's true. Like it, it was what it was called. Like it, you got what you heard. They said the name like, of the movie in the movie, Rachel. Yes. <laughs> but I just like the friendship being broken for most of the movie. I didn't like that plot line. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, can you show the struggles of being a middle schooler without like mm-hmm. having your friendship be broken the whole time? I That's mean, a different movie. But also as a 13 yeah. year old though, like that's something I've always had trouble with, with movies in general though, is that like what I see portrayed in movies, regardless of religion, I was never a girl like that when I was that. Yeah. Age. And so that was like one of the first notes I had was I didn't care about my bat mitzvah, but it's the same thing for like, I didn't really care about prom. I didn't really care about like the first boy I kissed per se like yes there were boys that I had crushes on but I didn't I wasn't chatty and catty about it the way that it's usually portrayed so mm-hmm. I think that for me that's just a general film critique yeah uh, not necessarily uh, what's, what's the word uh trope it's a film trope that yes. they do yeah. where yes. like and that's another reason why I didn't like this movie is because you can tell you knew eventually once they broke up okay the main girl is going to sacrifice something to be friends with the other one at the end they'd be friends again right that's just a trope that they do for these movies right so but okay. i just wish like oh sorry and then chad can talk <laughs> finally oh, sorry, sorry chad but, did you talk to <laughs> sorry dude not yet sorry. um i just think if they had gotten all these little details right i would have appreciated it so much more 
and like would have enjoyed myself so much more watching this movie like if it was if it had those you know like regardless of the overarching issues I had with it if they had gotten those little details right I would have been like oh my god that's how it is like they got it right in a movie for once you know and I wait questions so oh, did yeah. you appreciate the stuff like the matzo ball soup thing and the other stuff they did? did I appreciated that stuff... the matzo ball soup. Um, what else was there that you wanted? I to actually make? made a whole list because I was really excited to see. Like there were a lot. Like I found myself I mean, going I was... through it. I found myself going through <laughs> it and purposefully trying to pick out all the positives. I don't know if that's because I went through it knowing that there weren't other movies like this and so I wanted to bring them up but like I have a whole hold on I mean I liked seeing all the Jewish stars in the movie I said that like mm -hmm. but there there are like for me it was a lot of the stuff like they they used a lot of random Jewish like Hebrew and Yiddish words that my family uses. yeah they did I appreciated they, that they had matzo ball soup they had you were talking about yarmulkes. They had people just straight up wearing them. They had they brought in cantors and were doing things with the different roles in a in a Hebrew school, Sunday school temple. They were talking about the Purim pageant. Like they brought up lots of random, not random, but like holiday or like Jewish related things that like if you weren't Jewish, you just heard it and it didn't mean anything to you and you followed the general conversation. But like there were lots of little tidbits and like things like mm -hmm. that where there was a random person mentioned or a random thing that I heard a lot of that I appreciated um like I think that's where like I for me I just found myself trying to pick out all the Jewish things that I recognized um because like I that was just kind of where my head was at. I was like oh they're going to Hebrew school I did that it may <laughs> not be like my Hebrew school my rabbi wasn't that eccentric that's funny <laughs> yeah Okay, so I didn't care for the lead, which um is not a big issue for a movie, but it's just like she kept escalating things. Like, okay, you your your girl laughed at you when your pad was floating. Get it. I get all that anger. And it's like you were upset and you're like, I don't want to talk to you. But then she's like, actually, I do want to talk to you because you're my homegirl and you're having a whole ass party and you're kissing this boy that I like. And I'm like, I'm still with you, girl. <laughs> and um cool and then she's like i'm gonna get a little revenge and i'm gonna um spread a, a false rumor i'm like a little far but okay that's fine that is okay sure whatever and like we get to the point where she's like i'm gonna i'm gonna spend hours because it's not editing is not something that happens quickly you spent hours fucking up her intro video and if you guys notice she's like and i did it and she closed the laptop she did not hit finalize. She did not save it. I'm not sure if you peeped that out, Matt. You used Final Cut. And I'm yeah. like, and then the mom's like, all right, let me forward this shit. And that's a whole .mov file finalized and ready to go. Like, yeah. she didn't hit finalize. She didn't fucking complete the task. Where'd that come from? What are we doing, movie? Movie, what are we doing? So if they would have at least had her finalize it, I would have been less mad. Um, also... Sorry, I thought it would have been a whole thing about between her and her mom that she invaded her privacy and went on her laptop and no sent... time, no time, Rachel. We saved that yeah. shit for the end of the movie. That was also something I noticed though that I actually that actually did rub me the wrong way. The, the video, the, them not finalizing it. No, 
No, I don't know anything about that. I apologize. But the videos themselves, like we didn't have entrance videos like that. Yeah, Whoa. we did. Like right, yeah, I didn't have the tech at the time. Okay. Well, no, no, no. Gotcha. We had we had through the years, right? It was these are all this gotcha. is so and so growing up. It's played at dinner while everybody's eating, and they're just cute photos of so and so with their family and friends. Right. Um, so that was. Um... A Let's see. Also, I thought that we were setting up for the older sister to be gay with her black best friend. And I was like, I okay. thought so too. But I then like so they too. threw those boys in there. I'm like, did somebody tell y'all y'all had to insert this into the movie? Like that didn't feel right. Like that final scene with those boys. I couldn't tell if <clears throat> they were just a part of the friends at that point then. Right? Like if they were just being friends and sitting and watching or if they were like, well, like just the way that they were always together. Like I get best friends, but like the shit that they were doing too. We're gonna take a nap together. What? No, I agree with that. I agree with that. The the ending where the boys came in, and though oh. I thought I took that as they aren't boyfriends. They're just like, yeah, we're friends. You can watch a movie with us, kind of thing. I read that as persistence works, guys. Always badger a woman until you wear her down. That's how I read that shit. Oh. I mean, every fucking um, bot, or, sorry, every mitzvah they went to, they was trying to holler. That's true. Yeah. So yeah. it finally and worked the out, guys. Girls were playing hard to get. Yeah. Yeah. Because no means yes. Oh, sorry. No means maybe later. No means later, definitely. Um, I did not care for the love interest. Like, I didn't care for his little, oh, uh, yeah, you know word oh yeah uh-huh uh-huh yeah 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 like all that shit like no motherfucker you are clearly upper middle class lower upper class stop it you're not street stop it also like what's happening here adam sandler's daughter is like regular like middle class and then her homegirl's like rich rich like i didn't understand like the class disparity here but also, I had a question for Rachel because I know what school you went to. So, like, was it like that where you had, like, super fucking rich people? And, like, I've been to your parents' house and it's like a normal people house. <laughs> yeah, no, I had friends who were all the, well, who were further on the spectrum of being rich. And I had friends who were in, like, a working class, middle class neighborhood, Um and um are they you divided up Jewish the neighborhood friends? are you saying just Jewish friends or are you talking no about I'm talking about friends in general at the school at she my... went to that's what I thought okay. specifically the school yes. she went to yes yes I yes hear. we yes. had a we had a range and I mean because there were some crazy rich people who like their Christmas gift was vacationing in Mexico like that was I was like, what? Like, that's a thing that you get as a gift for a, really? like that, like super rich people. And then there were the people I hung out with who were more down to earth and yeah, middle working class. And then okay. my last thing I want to talk about is I felt like with the amount of um, screen time Adina Menzel got in this movie, which was not a lot. They could have just let Adam Sandler's real wife play his wife. Ah, and Adina yeah. Menzel could have been the friend's um the friend's mom. Because oh, like yeah. I was like, okay, if his real wife is in this movie 
and you got Adina Menzel's the wife. Okay, she's got you know she's gonna do a lot of the heavy lifting, but no, she's they not wanted the really. name on the poster. She could have still been on the poster if she would have just played the friend's mom. Like the friend's mom had a okay amount of screen time. Yeah, she did. But I don't, but I don't know if that's like top line on a poster worthy. If she's, like, if she's in it, they it. they was hyping up Luis Guzman in the credits, and that motherfucker had two scenes. In the credits, and they were like, <laughs> and special appearance by Luis Guzman. I'm like, okay, bro. Oh. But also, I didn't read her friend as biracial. And so I'm curious, since she oh. is Jewish and also Latina, does she also get a quinceanera at 15? So you get a a, a, a fucking mitzvah and a quince? Like, what's happening here? You know, I, I have to ask someone who is in that position. But you have those at 15. So it would stand to reason that she could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's my stuff. Um, What do you all think? I didn't like this movie. What do you all think <laughs> the Rotten Tomatoes was on this movie? Uh, I think it got a super high score. I think people liked it. I think it got like you a... think people like Stephanie? Well, I I think Stephanie has caveats. I think I other people just liked it, liked it. So I'm gonna go with like an eighty percent. I'll say a seventy. I was gonna say like a seventy-two. With seventy-three reviews from critics, this movie has a ninety-two percent. Whoa! Yikes. The audience score with over a thousand um, ratings has, is sixty two percent. Okay, so the yeah. audience is a little better. <laughs> All right <laughs> this this week's trivia question: This is Adam Sandler's first feature film to be directed by a woman since A. Happy Gilmore, B. Fifty First Dates, C. Billy Madison, or D. The Wedding Singer. Ooh. I'm leaning towards 51st dates and or what was the last one? The wedding, the wedding singer. singer. The, the wedding singer. Yeah, I think that's it's just, between those two. That's where I am too. And I'm getting thrown off because the lead, the female lead is the same in both, isn't it? Isn't it Drew Barrymore both times? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. Which is why in my head, I was going to say 51st dates because it's Drew Barrymore, but I don't know how early she would have started doing something like that as a female. In. Well, okay. Hmm. I'm going to go with 51st Dates. I'll go with The Wedding Singer just to cover the spread. So we're not going to cover the spread? No. Are Are we sure? Is it one of the other ones then? I don't know. But I, I he's pulling your leg. I I don't even know the other ones, to be honest. Stephanie, I applaud. I, I, I implore you, (laughs) implore you, implore you, implore you. I employ you. Cover the spread. I'm, I'm sticking with Fifty First Dates more so because of when the other movies came out. Okay. Well, you're all wrong. Okay. Um, Tamra Davis directed Billy Madison in 1995. Every other Adam Sandler movie he has been in has been directed by a man. Hmm. Cover that spread, guys. Billy Madison was a good movie. 
It was a good movie. Surprised a woman directed it, but it was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But also, we did you can... we didn't pick it because you're surprised that it was a woman who directed it. Did you guys know a woman directed the first uh Wayne's World movie? No, no. I did not know that. Right. I don't know away. what that is. Oh, baby. I know what it is. So young. You're so young, right? right. <laughs> That's right. She's um she's younger than Rachel. You know, she's only by a month. By a month mm. and a half. She's, she's a baby. Yeah. All right. Uh <laughs> trivia dump. Adam Sandler and Adina Menzel's second. This is Adam Sandler and Adina Menzel's second collaboration where they play husband and wife. The first was Uncut Gems. And the mm. second one, the second one was this movie was filmed in Toronto, Canada. That I do. Back in your mm-hmm. neck of the woods, sort of. All right. It's um, still really far away, technically. Canada's <laughs> big, apparently. But all right. Um, thank you so much for you know this evening. Uh Stephanie, it was nice to get to know you. Fun to bullshit. We have so much content to cut. It's not even funny. Right. As always, Rachel, thank you so much for being here. Um, I appreciate you. And I appreciate both of you sharing your stories. Uh, Stephanie, do you have anything you'd like to plug before you get the fuck out of here? Because it is way past your bedtime, miss. It's real past my bedtime. Yeah. Um, no, but also like I'm not really on the things that get plugged that often. That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at weusedtotalkpod at gmail.com. Follow us on YouTube, X, formerly Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. Yes, that is a thing. We have a Threads. We don't use it, but we have a Threads. (laughs) at we used to talk pod follow me on letterbox at bow1213 matt at mr king 0257 and rachel at rach elephant come back next week when we discuss past lives and like always i don't know if this is a good episode i don't know if it was a bad episode but whatever you think about it talk about it at work thank you for listening <laughs>